Welcome to the Apostolic Keynote Podcast from King of Faith Church. This message is by Colin Urquhart. Last Thursday evening, we had the first drops of rain. Just the beginning. Why? Why on Thursday did the Spirit of God move as he did? What was different about Thursday from all the other encounter evenings? If we can't answer that, then we're not going to see how we move on from here. This thing is ringing away up here. Can you do something about it, please? We prayed. God answers prayer. But what was different about the way I prayed? Because I was leading the meeting there in the name of the Lord. And God answered my prayer. A lot of others of you got caught up in that. But this is what leadership is all about. It's leading the way. If you're writing notes, write this down. If you're not writing notes, remember it by heart. Because it's the key to successful prayer. The Holy Spirit moves me to pray and prayer moves the Holy Spirit. I repeat it. The Holy Spirit moves me to pray and prayer moves the Holy Spirit. When you pray like that, you get caught up in God. That's when things really begin to happen. I'm under no illusion that it can only rain when God does it, when God answers but the scriptures are full of the promises that he answers prayer. So we need to pray in a way that's going to be answered. You've heard me say that in times of revival, We pray for hours. People pray for hours. It's, it's easier to pray than not to pray. Why? Because the Spirit moves us to pray. 
And what do you see happening in times like that? The Spirit of God moves very powerfully. Why? The Spirit of God is moving us to pray, and as we pray, the Holy Spirit moves. So the whole thing is really a work of the Spirit. We need to take the next steps from what we were talking about last Tuesday when I spoke about the way that we join in with the intercession of Jesus. Now, there's two things we need to understand. How Jesus interceded when he was on earth, but also what the scripture says about how the Spirit intercedes in us and for us. Because, of course, the Holy Spirit will pray in the same way that Jesus prayed when he was here on earth. And because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, his prayer now before the throne of God will reflect the same intensity with which he prayed when he was on earth. And the scripture gives us enough information for us to know how he prayed. I'm simply going to remind you of things that I've said in the past and some testimony which you've heard in the past. But I'm going to bring it all together this morning because I believe the Lord is telling me to do this, but because he wants there to be a breakthrough in our prayer. I don't know whether on Thursday evening you knew how I was praying. I was desperate. Why was I desperate? Because God had said that during those 21 days, the rain had to begin. We had come to the last encounter evening. We'd had good meetings. We'd been blessed. But it hadn't begun to rain. I came to that meeting feeling my whole life was on the line. That God had to move. We had to see the Spirit move upon us, even though it was only going to be just a beginning. There could not be any doubt, not even the smallest doubt, that God would move. 
He had to. I demanded it. I commanded it. I was desperate. I would not take no for an answer. And God loves that kind of prayer. He loves it. It's the way Jesus prayed when he was on earth. It's the way Paul says the Spirit will intercede within us. It's actually the way Jesus was teaching people to pray. Go on asking, and you will receive. Go on seeking. This is what the Greek means. Go on seeking, and you will find. Go on knocking, and the door will be open to you. It's not a gentle little tap-tap. Are you there, Lord? You knock, and it will be opened. Where did I learn to pray like this? To dare to say things like this, that God has to answer. Because he is faithful. He is true. His word is right. So many of our prayers don't have that kind of faith behind them. I learned to pray like this in the moves of God. When God gives promise that he's going to move, break through, break out, we're not just praying that one day we will see something happen. God wants us to be in the place where we pray it into being now. Now we've had the first drops of rain. It's got to keep pouring with greater and greater intensity. How does the scripture say Jesus prayed while he was here on earth? With loud cries. Jesus prayed with loud cries and knew that he would be heard. Passion. Fervency. Persistence. Determination. Faith. Persistence. Turn to Luke chapter 18. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. 
He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night, not who pray nice sissy prayers, but those who cry out to him day and night. Even David said, I cried to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. Passionate, fervent, persistent prayer that will not be denied. To God, that's prayer rather than saying prayers. We so often say prayers. Our focus is so often on what we say rather than the one to whom we're praying. Are we getting the words right? Have we got the faith right? Have we got the rights? You know, is God going to take any notice of this? Listen, my friends. We've just come through three weeks prayer and fasting. Now, Everybody's been free to interpret that as they would. Some of you might have come to the end of that feeling really pleased, really satisfied with what you've done. and The element of self-denial and sacrifice in it. I just want you to know that, God, that's all rubbish. There's only one sacrifice that matters anything to God, and that's the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the sacrifices you make in times of prayer and fasting are valuable. But they're valuable to you, not to God. They're good for you, but they don't affect God. The only sacrifice that is of any significance in the eyes of God is the sacrifice of the cross, the shedding of the blood of Jesus. And when you compare whatever sacrifices you chose to make during those 21 days, they are as nothing compared with the sacrifice of Jesus. I mean, giving up some food for a few days is hardly the same as being crucified. 
And in Jesus, in the sacrifice of Jesus, there is the one finished, perfect sacrifice that will never, be, that will never need to be repeated. It is complete. It is whole. It has satisfied God and it has fulfilled every need that there could ever arise in the lives of mankind. So when we pray with fervency and with fire, we're not praying that God will do something that he's not already done. We're laying hold of a finished, completed work And you see, the importance of what God was saying to us last Tuesday is that Jesus completed that work, but it's of no avail without his intercession before the throne of God. He has to intercede so that that victory, that fullness of life that he won for us on the cross can then be experienced within the lives of individual men and women. He did the work, but now he does the work of intercession in heaven to make that completed sacrifice efficacious in the lives of men and women. They get born again. They get filled with the Spirit. They receive the gift of eternal life. They are made one with God in his sovereign glory all through the intercession of Jesus. But at the same time, within those who are the redeemed of the Lord, the Spirit of God will work so that their intercession joins with his intercession, especially for those that are living in darkness and need to avail themselves of all that God has accomplished through that sacrifice. That's the only sacrifice that really matters. All the self-discipline and so on is all helpful to us. But your self-discipline isn't going to save people, but the sacrifice of the cross is. Now, for a while on Thursday, you may not have been conscious of what I was doing, but I tell you, I was praying like that. God could not refuse me. That's not pride. I thank God that he brought me to the place where I knew he would not refuse me. But I've been there many, 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 many times before. You've heard me say that in times of revival, before an evening meeting, we would pray for two hours. What were we doing for two hours? Because before a meeting now, you know, we might pray for a few minutes. But we never had a public meeting without praying for a couple of hours. We needed that. But what did we see as a result? Hundreds saved. 
People filled with the Spirit, healed, miracles happening, every meeting. You've heard me say, we, we would experience regularly a hundred people or more come to the Lord every meeting. Okay, they're in an evangelistic situation, so, but today you wouldn't, it's difficult to get a hundred unsaved people to any kind of meeting. But because of the intensity of what God was doing, people were coming, people were being brought because they heard of the way God was moving. For one hour, we would just praise the Lord. For the second hour, we would pray like I prayed on Thursday. You pray like that for an hour and you're wrung out at the end of it. I mean, you are. You are really, you feel absolutely wrung out. And then you have to go and lead a meeting for two or three hours. By the time you begin the meeting, you feel there's nothing of you left, and that's probably just as well because then everything is in the hands of God and you see him move in sovereign way, meeting after meeting, day after day, week after week, month after month. How do we get to that point? We prayed. The Spirit moved us to pray, just like we have here in recent weeks, moved us to pray, moved us to repentance, moved us in such a way that he was refining and purifying and dealing with issues in our lives. But then the equivalent of the rain came. And the intensity, the the rain came. Well, when the Spirit of God, when when that revival began in Kingdom Faith in in, in the early eighties, the night the night it began, I prayed. Then, just as I prayed on Thursday, the only difference is I was on my face. As you know, it's difficult for me to do that physically at this moment. But on that night, I was on my face. I was crying out, I was shouting, I was telling God, I was thumping the floor with my fist. Boom, boom, boom. Jesus, you've got to come. We can't have revival without you. You've told us we've got to take revival everywhere we go. We can't unless you come. And he walked into the room in his holiness. It was as if he was saying, now you're desperate enough. Now you really mean it wholeheartedly. I'll come. We'd had five weeks of prayer and fast, of prayer and, 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 and repentance before that. He could have come at any time like that, but he chose not to. Until I got so desperate, he couldn't refuse. God likes that kind of prayer. He responds to that kind of prayer. You see, it sounds proud to say, God can't refuse you. But what do the prayer promises mean? If you don't, if you don't believe the prayer promises, 
then you won't understand what I'm saying. But if you believe the prayer promises, God has to turn up. God has to move. God has to answer. You will receive whatever you ask in prayer if you believe. Thursday, I believed that meeting could not finish without the rain beginning. It had to happen. Such just a little gentle drop. But so, so much more. It was just a little encouragement. That's all. Compared with what's going to happen in these coming weeks. Why don't we pray like that? Self-consciousness? It's a sin. Jesus taught us that. More concerned about how you appear in front of others than how you appear before God. That's what self-consciousness is. See, I couldn't care what anybody thought about me. I, I don't even know if people were even conscious of the way I was praying. I couldn't have cared less. As far as I was concerned, on Thursday night, two people were there, God and me. And we had business together. And that's how it's got to be from now on. For all of us. Oh, there's the corporate dynamic. So important. Because God doesn't want to just move upon individuals. He wants to move upon his whole body. This is how Jesus prayed. Loud cries. And then the scripture says, he was heard for his reverent submission. Now, you see, you might sit there thinking, I, I dare not pray like that, telling God that I cannot be denied. Listen, that is reverent submission. That is believing God. That is believing his word. That is believing what he says about prayer. That is reverent submission. You don't pray and walk away like a dog with its tail between its legs. Ready to receive whatever. No, no, no. We pray with intent. We pray with purpose. We pray with expectation. That's the prayer of faith. I felt wiped out on Thursday night. I thought, boy, yeah. At my age, I don't have the energy that I had to pray for hours like that that I had when I was the age of most of you. But I tell you, if at my age I can pray like that, you can pray like that. 
It's still there within me. It's the anointing is still there. At the end, I was just thankful. Just thankful to God. I didn't feel I'd accomplished anything. Don't, don't for goodness sake, think I accomplished anything. I didn't accomplish anything. I was just thankful to God that once again he'd prove faithful. And even though it was just a gentle few drops of rain, those first drops signify what is going to follow. And that's where I recognize the significance of what was happening then. Now we're just about to begin another week of prayer, first week of February. Are we going to pray prayers? Or are we going to cry out to God with loud cries day and night? That's what the scripture says, day and night. That's what Jesus says, day and night. God will hear those who cry out day and night. Does that mean that we're going to do nothing but pray? No, but we're going to see we're going to see the outworking of what Paul says when he says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances." God wants to bring us to the point where prayer is not confined to an exercise for certain periods of time. Yes, there will be those times of intensity, those times when you're set apart just like with Jesus. He would draw apart to be on his own with the Father. And presumably he prayed with such intensity then. But prayer has to be a way of life. that we're praying people. And that whatever goes on in the time of prayer is being replicated and outworked in the rest of our lives. Oh, see, the problem, my friends, is really one of unbelief. It's really one of unbelief. We fill our lives with all kind of activity. Even what seems to be spiritual activity. But I think back, you see, just to those revival times I was talking about, how much activity could I expend to see a hundred people saved? What other activity could I possibly engage myself in that would produce salvation for a hundred people? Sometimes we would see many more than that. Two, three hundred, two or three hundred people saved at a single meeting. But if I can pray for an hour and see a hundred people saved, 
That puts prayer in a different kind of category, doesn't it? It shows that we will accomplish more through prayer than through any other kind of activity. But our prayer becomes so nice. Oh, there's a time to be quiet before the Lord, to shut up and listen to what he's saying. I spend plenty of time with the Lord like that. But it's the fervent prayers of the righteous that avail much, the scripture says. That means it's the fervent prayers that work. God waits until we come to that place where we will not be refused. It's as if God says, now you really mean business. But of course, you don't pray like that for yourself. You see, Thursday evening when I was praying like that, not one moment of prayer was for myself. I've got plenty of things I could pray about for myself. But if prayer has that selfish motivation, it's not going to produce the fruit of revival, of breakthrough, of breakout. My concern as I was praying was for the purpose of God, for the outworking of his word, of what he had said, of what he had promised, of, what, of the vision that he's given, that we cannot in our own strength fulfill anything that the Holy Spirit says is the will and the purpose of God. It can only be done in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we have to have the Spirit moving in and, and upon us and among us in such a way that His purposes can be fulfilled. And those purposes are that His kingdom will come and His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's no use trying to seek God for yourself. That's self-defeating. You seek Him for His will, for His purposes that you will not be denied to see his purposes. You will be blessed. But not because you seek the blessing. But the measure you give is the measure you get back. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. I've been blessed. but not because I sought the blessing for myself. Can you see this? It's not that you pray, Lord, I will not be denied of what you promised me, but no, what you have promised to be your will. Of what you have said is to be established. 
Now, I believe God is going to move people all over this nation to pray like this. To stop praying prayers and start praying. Hallelujah. It's like being determined to get hold of God. And you realize that at the end of such a time of prayer, he's got hold of you. He's got hold of you in such a way that you mean business, his business, his will. So what are we going to do now? All stand up and shout, scream, cry out to God. Well, we could do that. But if it doesn't come from the heart, it's not going to be very successful, is it? See, this is the thing. It has to come from deep within. Just listen to what Paul says in Romans chapter 8. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. I was doing a bit of groaning on Thursday as well, let me tell you. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. You see, beloved, it's establishing the will of God, the will of Get this straight, right? The will of God here on earth can only be established through prayer. There is no other way. It is the way God has ordained. The will of God is established by the Spirit in response to the prayer of God's people. That basically is what revival is. That is what any real move of the Spirit is. The Spirit of God moving in response to the prayers of God's people. The Spirit moving us to pray, and as we pray, the Spirit moves. Some of you have been writing your essays last term and several of you have got the same information from the same internet sources. Hallelujah. But one of the things that several of you quoted was that behind Every, this is writing about revival, behind 
every move of God, there is a praying, a kneeling person. That's what it says, a kneeling person. Always birthed out of prayer. So, if you think this is a rant this morning, you're absolutely right. And I make no excuses for it. I will rant and I will rant and I will rant on until we're all crying out to God. And we're all in this place where we will not be denied. And the will of God shall surely be established It will be established amongst us, but not for ourselves, but so that we can be fruitful, so that the purposes of God can be fulfilled, so that his kingdom will come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I believe, you see, the time is urgent. That if you have the first drops of rain, that has to be followed immediately by the whole rainstorm. You don't have a few drops and then it dries up and three months later you have another few drops. That's not what God is talking about. So, box will be different. I trust. Some of them might go on for longer than usual, just depending on how the Spirit is moving us to pray. You see, my friends, if we really understand what God is saying to us, The eight o'clock is not a prelude to the working day or to the college program. The eight o'clock is the most essential part of the day. And if the Spirit of God begins to move in the eight o'clock, there may not be a college program that day. And there may not be the other activity in the offices because we will abandon whatever we normally do if God moves us to keep praying. Because, you see, the will of God, the purpose of God, the fulfillment of all that he's promised will come out through the prayer, will be birthed out of the prayer. So no use looking at your watch at half past eight thinking how much longer is this going to go on for? Because, you know, I I used to say you have killed the spirit in a prayer meeting as soon as you look at your watch because you're conscious of time, not of God. Hello? If we're going to meet with God, we get into timelessness, we touch eternity. So, anyway, 
I've sought to convey to you what God laid on my heart in the middle of the night. Just before we pray, remember I told you about that meeting in South Wales. We'd seen revival in all the other crusades that year. Came to the last night of this one in South Wales and we'd seen a lot of blessing, but we hadn't seen that revival breakthrough. And the team and I, the mission team and I, we were praying in this, it was a filthy, dirty office because this had been a graphite factory where they made pencils. And they cleaned up the rest of the factory for the meetings, but they hadn't bothered to clean up this office. We were in this dirty office. And I, I was desperate. I was desperate. The word of the Lord said, Every one of these missions, we were to see revival. We'd seen them in all the other ones, but not here. So it's just like Thursday, okay? It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Because the word of the Lord has to be fulfilled. And I, it was a freezing cold room, there was no heat, it was October. And uh, I was on my face before God on that filthy carpet. And I was crying. The others told me afterwards just how desperate I sounded, but nobody dared interrupt me. And Jesus, I told you this, didn't I? Jesus came and he walked across my vision and when he was right opposite me he turned away and started walking away I was shouting at him you can't go you can't leave us we can't do anything without you said, my people here do not want me. And he walked away again. So I got more desperate. I yelled at him. I shouted. I was, it was freezing cold in that room. I was dripping with sweat. I was praying with such intensity. Finally, Jesus stopped and he turned and he looked at me. Precise words he said were, for your sake, I would tarry. Not a word I would ever use. Word is often associated with revival. It means God will stay amongst us. You know, that taught me something that night. Next thing I knew, the guys were shaking me and saying, Pastor Colin, Pastor Colin. The meeting should have started 10 minutes ago. 
I said, well, you better go and start it. I'm in no fit state at this moment to lead a meeting. But he taught me something. Jesus saying to me, for your sake, because you prayed like this, because you prayed with such passion and intensity, for your sake, I Revival broke out. This was in the 1980s. There were people there that had been brought up. Their parents had been in the Welsh Revival at the beginning of the century. Their parents had told them all about the meetings. People came up to me at the end of that meeting and they said to me, tonight we have seen what our parents described to us never seen and whenever I go back to South Wales now people come up to me and they say I was there that night they don't need to say anymore I know which night they meant but you see the word of the Lord to me was for your sake because you pray and will not be refused. Because you believe my word and hold on to my promise. Because you believe and trust in my faithfulness. For your sake, I will tarry. I don't claim any virtue for myself. I couldn't have done anything else except pray like that. But do you realize if I hadn't prayed like that, revival would not have broken out that night? Hundreds of people, there were a lot of people there. It was a big, big meeting. Hundreds of people were blessed. People came to the Lord, filled with the Spirit, healed, miracles happened. All because of one of God's little servants praying. That's all I am. Just one of his little servants. I mean, who am I? I'm no great shakes. I just happen to believe God. I just happen to trust in his faithfulness. In that move of God, he told me that it was only going to last for a few months. But I would live to see. He would say, he, he always described that as the foretaste of the feast. You know, when you're cooking a dish, say you've got a casserole or something like that, you might take a spoon and just dip it in and taste it to see how it's getting on. A foretaste, just a little taste, not the meal. But God said to me, this is just a foretaste. But you will live to see the feast. Well, Lord, I'm getting on. 
Another year has just passed, hallelujah. But as far as I'm concerned, this is not just a few drops of rain followed by a greater blessing. This is going to be the feast. But I want you to understand that in those days, it wasn't just me crying out. It was all of us that were kingdom faith at that time. This is how we all prayed. And this is how newly saved people coming out of darkness into light. And some of them came straight into our community lifestyle because they had nowhere else to go. Young people, they would, they would be praying like this. They'd only got saved yesterday, and they'd be praying like this. Such intensity, such passion. They thought that was the only way to pray because that's the only way they'd ever seen people pray. So they assumed this was the way that all Christians prayed. So right from the beginning, they prayed like that. Hallelujah. So let's get to our feet and come in the middle. We're not going to try to make anything false happen here. When you're just to put your focus on Jesus, let me tell you, I've had to do some repenting that I haven't always prayed like that. God has had to do a work in me in recent times to get me back into that place of interceding like Jesus, of letting the Spirit intercede through me with that passion which the Scriptures speak. Oh, I've done lots of praying. But... And I've, you know, I've said to the Lord, Lord, why, why? Did, did I lose something? God said, no, it's been a sense of my timing. Now is the time. Yeah. Now is the time for me to bring you back to that place. So he has, hallelujah. I want you just to ask the Lord to forgive you for your self-consciousness. For being concerned about how you appear before others. Because that can hold you back, you see, from really praying freely as God wants you to. <clears throat> if you think, well, that's not your style. You see, in the natural, I'm a very quiet person. When I was young, I was a very introverted person. It's not natural for me to do things like this, but it's supernatural. So I had to overcome all my sort of natural reserve. Some of you will have to do the same. So just bring it all to the Lord. Bring yourself to the Lord. Why don't you tell him that you want the spirit of prayer to take hold of you? The spirit of prayer. 
so that you will pray with the intensity, with the passion of the Holy Spirit, passion for the will of God, passion for the purposes of God to be fulfilled, not, not for yourself, but for the glory of his holy name, you see. You want him to be exalted. You want him to be glorified. You want his will to come. You want his kingdom to be established. You're not praying like this for yourself. You're praying that his best purposes will be outworked in you. Hallelujah. Is this the only way to pray? No, it's not the only way to pray, but it's the only way to pray if you're going to see revival. So, come on. Hallelujah. Just focus on Jesus and begin to pour your heart out to him. <clears throat> See, faith is not just consenting to something with your head. Oh, I agree with the word of God. I agree with what he said. <clears throat> it's consenting to it with your heart as well as with your head. You can't have passion in your head. You can only have passion in your heart. There's, there's passion within every single one of us, you see. In public, you might contain that passion, but God's saying, no, let that passion out. Let your passion for me, let your passion for my will. Oh, papa, papa, rialetto, papa, pacalazito, di sandaria, letto, papa, para, sanduma. Bapara, sandaria, letto, papa, paria, letto, papa, para, sandara, masinama. Jesus! Jesus! Pora, la basandaria, letto, papa, para, sandarama. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Pora la papa papara zandara mazutama. 
Oh, Papa Papara Sandaria, let Papa Papara Satopalato, Papa Parasinama. Come on, Jesus. 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 And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? That's Jesus speaking. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, 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 Father. Thank you, Lord, for the passion of your Holy Spirit, for the longing, the desire of your Holy Spirit to see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as in heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word about persevering in prayer and not giving up, crying out to you day and night. Thank you, Lord, that you'll promise to answer the cry of the heart, not the prayer of the head, but the cry of the heart. Lord, we've done, had done with heady prayers that just seem so correct and right. We want to be a people of passionate prayer, of crying out to you from the heart, knowing that you will not deny us, you will not refuse us. Because it's your will, Lord, and it's your spirit that is moving us to pray so that then the Spirit of God will move. So we don't want to pray any more prayers without the Holy Spirit moving us. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you will move me and move each one of us to pray. And that then as we pray, the Holy Spirit will move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All around us, we will see the purposes of God unfolding. We will see the will of God being fulfilled. We will see the promises of God coming into fruition. We praise you. We bless you. We exalt you, Lord. 
Ko papara sandaria leto papa papara sandara basuto di santoma. Papa para sandoma. Oh, papa para sandaria leto papa papara sandaria leto papa papara sandoma. Bolalaba sandaria leto papa papara sandaria leto papa papara sandoma. Oh, papa papara sandaria leto papa papara sandoma. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Koralaba sandaria leto papa papa para sandamazinama. O papa papa sandaria leto papa papa para sandamazinama. O papa papa para sandaria leto papa papa para sandamazinama. O papa para sandaria leto papa papa para sandaria lenamazinama. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. Po papara sandaria leto papapapara sandaria leto papapapakala sandama. Oh papapapara sandaria leto papapapapakala sidri sandama. Oh papapapara sandaria leto papapapara sandaria leto papapapara sinama. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. Kala papara sandaria leto papapakala sandaria leto papapapara sandama. Oh, papa para sandaria leto, papa para sandaria leto, papa para sandara masinama. Oh, papa para sandaria leto, papa papa kala sandaria leto, papa para sandama. Kala laba sandaria leto, papa para sandor, papa kala sidri sandama. E papa para sandaria leto, papa para sandama. Oh, papa para zato, papa kala sidri sandama. O papa para sandaria leto papa papa kala sandaria leto papa para sandarama. O papa para sandaria leto papa para sandaria leto papa kala sidama. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. O papa para sandaria leto papa papa kala sandama. O papa papa para sand. I hope when you guys get married, you've got more passion than that. You need some passion in your marriage, right? Passion doesn't run out after three minutes. It won't be much of a marriage if it does, let me tell you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, just get hold of our hearts. Passion, Lord, for you. Passion for your will. Passion for your ways. Pura tapa papa rasa tapara palazita. Bapapa rasa tapara leto bapapa parasanduma. Bapapa parasa tapara leto bapapa parasandaria leto bapapa kalasita. Bapapa rasandaria leto bapapa parasandaria leto. Bapapa rasandaria leto bapapa parasandaria leto bapapa rasinama. Bopapapara satapare leto papapara sandare leto papapakala sinama. Bopapare leto papapapara sandare leto papapara sanduma. Bopapapara sandare leto papapapara sandare leto papapakala sinama. Oh papapare leto papapakala sitri sanduma. Oh papapara sandare leto papapare leto papapakala sandare leto papapakala sinama. Oh, papa para sandaria leto, papa para sandaria mazunda ma. 
O papapara zandaria lero papapara kakala badunama. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Koralaba zandaria lero. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. Kalapapapara zandaria lero papapapala zandaria. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, papa papa ra zandaria lero papa papa ra zandaria lero papa 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 ra zandaria Oh, papa 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 ra zandaria lero papa papa ra zandaria Oh, papa papa ra zandaria lero papa papa ra zandaria lero papa papa ra zandaria Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, papa, 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 zandaria, lero, papa, papa, zandaria. Oh, papa, papa, zandaria, lero, papa, papa, zandaria, lero, papa, papa, zandaria. Oh, papa, papa, zandaria, lero, papa, 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 zandaria. Oh, papa papa ra zandaria lero papa papa ra zato zandum. Oh, papa papa ra zandaria lero papa papa ra zandaria lero papa papa ra Oh, papa papa ra zandaria lero papa papa papa. Oh, papa papa ra zandaria lero papa 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 la zindisa. Oh, papa papa ra zandaria lero papa 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 la zindisa. Oh, papa, 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, papa, papa, razandaria, lero, papa, papa, razandaria. Oh, papa, papa, razandaria, lero, papa, papa, kalazandaria, lero. 
Oh, papa, papa, razandaria, lero, papa, 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 Oh, papa, papa, zandaria, lero, papa, papa, Oh, papa, papa, razandaria, lero, papa, papa, zandaria, lero, papa, papa, Oh, papa, papa, razandaria, lero, papa, papa, zandaria, Oh, papa, papa, zandaria, lero, papa, papa, zandaria, Oh, papa, papa, razandaria, lero, papa, papa, Oh, papa, papa, lero, papa, papa, zandaria, Oh, papa, papa, lero, papa, papa, zandaria, papa, papa, zandaria, Oh, papa, papa, zandaria, lero, papa, papa, zandaria, Let it rain, Lord. Let it rain, Lord. Let it
Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. 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 Jesus says, you will receive whatever you ask in prayer, if you believe. It will be done to you according to your faith. When did the Spirit come? After the disciples and the others, the 120 had prayed for 10 days together. Then the Spirit came, then 3,000 were saved, then 5,000. Then a little later, as the opposition was increasing, they met again. They raised their voices together in prayer to God, it says in Acts 4. And as they prayed, what happened? After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit again and spoke the word of God boldly. Spirit moves us to pray and prayer moves the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you. 
for the rain. Thank you that your purpose is that every one of us gets drenched. We get soaked through and through with this rain, not just on our outward clothing, but in our hearts, in our spirits, in our lives. We just get soaked with your spirit. And thank you, Lord, for all the fruit that will come out of that, for all that you would do for the glory, the honor, and the praise of your name. It's all for your sake, Lord, not for ours. It's for the sake of your holy name. It's so that your will will be fulfilled. That all the promises that you've given, we will actually see outworked amongst us. So we praise you, Lord, for this time. But we know this is just the beginning, that as we pray and shake the heavens, so you will shake us and you will shake everything around us and many lives will be touched and transformed as a result. And we give you glory, we give you honor and praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's thank the Lord. Now, if any of you are tempted to think, I don't need to pray like that. Let me just ask you, have you seen what I've seen? Have you seen the Spirit move like I've seen him move? Have you seen what he can do like I've seen? Let me tell you, if you want to see what I've seen, you need to pray like this with this kind of passion and intensity. Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you, that spirit of prayer. Hallelujah. It's going to be according to your word, according to your will, according to your purpose. We're just lining up with you, Lord. We thank you for that spirit of intercession. We thank you, Lord, that we join in with your passionate intercession in heaven before the throne of God. I don't believe, Lord, there's going to be anything happening in heaven that isn't passionate, that isn't full of love for you and for your will and for your ways. So we give you glory. We give you honor and praise. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. So, can you hear the sound of rain? Not just the first few drops. It's not going to stop raining. And it's going to rain heavier and heavier and heavier in these coming weeks. Can anybody say amen? Praise God. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com. 